Hey gang. Hey there. Hi there. Hello there. Guess you're still pregnant currently, but by the time this really. reaches your ear holes, it probably will it's not be. It's in the be. past. Doesn't matter. But in the future, she's going to have a baby. That's going to... It'll be the past when this is happening, or perhaps the present. This is what happens when you pre-record, because we've said it on every episode we pre-recorded, because... Yeah, Nicole doesn't know how to just go with it. I, that, and I don't know how to, you know, have a baby early, because he doesn't want to come out. <laughs> Granted, I do want him out healthy and safe, of course, but I want him out. Hey, and at the moment, Ethan's here, too. He's out in Wichita. Say hi, Ethan. Hi. There you go. Yay. Nice little boy. Well, he's a man. Sorry. He's a boy. He's a freaking infant. He's a very tall infant. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Would hold him like a baby. But he wouldn't let, he wouldn't let You couldn't know with your belly. No. You know what? I held him. Okay. Before we break into this episode, <laughs> when the Cubs won the World Series, because my family is diehard Cub fans, yes, we were f fans before 2016. Yeah, um, I don't remember which kid wanted to be held, but I remember Ethan say saying something five years ago, so he'd have been 13. Yeah. And um, I had to think that Ooh, was I like how the, heat, the air conditioning turned off. Like, go ahead, continue your story. Thank you, <laughs> air conditioner. Um, but one of the kiddos came over and was like, oh, hold me. And Ethan's like, I want someone to hold me. And I was seven months pregnant with my first son at that point. And so I'm like, come here. And so I have a picture of him sitting on my lap, and I held it's him. It's a great picture. <laughs> it's a great picture. And then I remember when we won, and Vince came over, and I tried to hug him. And he's like, no, I want to hug my kids. I'm like, fuck you then. And but he picked up your mom. He did. He lifted my mom off the ground. It was great. It's pretty cute. We are in some Cubs promos when they win. No, we don't have anybody on our team. And now that everybody who's not a Cubs fan has stopped listening, um, <laughs> hello, hey. who's left? Hey, is it Wyoming? Are you here now? Wyoming, we need you. Hey. Ethan, do you have friends in Wyoming? Uh, well, 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 evidently not, because nobody's listening. No There's just no one. They left. Everyone left. <laughs> There's not hey, guys. <laughs> Where'd you go? Where'd you go? We miss you so. Splish play once for an hour. That's all we ask. There you go. <sighs> Copyright pending. No, just kidding. That's a song, but I just changed the words. Uh -oh, um, my mom's talking. Is she coming down here? My mom's loud. Ethan's here. Arlo's laying in my room. And we're going to talk about another... It's another... <laughs> I put on these notes, Nate. Is it another murder? It's another... <laughs> actually... <laughs> Actually, there's a twist on this oh, one, okay. but it is a Nate episode. The silent third partner of this podcast had an interesting case for us to trek into. We love you, Nate. Dog. Nate, you're the tits. Yeah. I'm gonna say it every time. I, I just appreciate you so much, and yeah. he's just given like, and I don't watch Deadly Women. I I maybe have seen maybe an episode or two, and the fact that I get to you just look. Act it out. I'm so when I'm in a jail cell now, now that I've been caught because of my sister outing me right now. No, but I just like that these are cases I don't know yes. because of the show. So it gives me something. It's I love it. And Nate, I will never not appreciate you. And um, I just think, like I said, you're the tits. We so, love you, Nate. Nate or Potato. And 
Thank you for always sending us things cool to talk cases. about. And as we've stated time and time again, if any of our listeners would like us to cover something that we have not, please email us. I knew that was going to happen. Um, or message email, us or whatever. Uh, message us on Facebook. Get in our DMs at Instagram. I check everything really. Everything notifies me to my phone. Um, Shauna does have access to the Facebook page. Just because I'm on Twitter and Instagram more, it's just easier for me because it's my generation. I'm old and I don't understand the Tweeties or And I don't the know Instas. how to, like, and mm-hmm. I honestly don't even remember what my passwords are, so they're just there until I die. Or I reset it. <laughs> but, um, but if you get, yeah, if you yeah. have anything. Or if you, like, if you interact with us, um, I know we got a case a few weeks ago from just someone commenting on just one of our posts on. I think it was, he posted on an episode. It was our friend Rusty. Yeah, thanks, and he Rusty. Was, yes. So, yeah, and like that. We'll get and, you. We'll get you. Yes. We'll get to your case. We'll get to that case. Um, we try to do those pretty quickly, quickly mm-hmm. just because I think it brings you guys joy. Just that, And we appreciate that you entrust us to tell these stories and want to hear our perspective on them because... We, oh, we <laughs> yeah, I I hadn't mentioned it because I don't remember things in period or chronological order in my life right now because like I am still super pregnant, or but we've had, not. or I'm just like scatterbrained in general, mm-hmm. but like we've had some a couple more people who've rated and reviewed us, Ooh, um, our friends um, on Apple Podcast and it's beyond appreciated. So and please be sure to yes. do that as well. Yeah, because that helps just that helps us get on charts just to expand more. I mean, you can only go so far on social media, but I mean, a lot of people listen to us on Stitcher now, so that's a big one. That's a big, mm-hmm. big, big, big podcast. Thank you, Stitcher listeners. Yes, Stitcher listeners, po- Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere. Just the fact that you guys still listen to us. I mean, yeah, I pay attention to the numbers, but I try not to dwell on that because yeah. not every episode is going to be exciting. It's not something you're going to want to listen to, or some people don't like the fact that we babble. babble. So much. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I I haven't gotten any... It's been a while since someone's been like, oh my god, I hate that. Or if there's something we've done that they don't like, like episode 37, which we will be re-recording uh, eventually. Um, but, hey, go, because that has sound on it, and I don't want it to be, get us in trouble. Wait, Ethan. Upstairs, with Grandma. What, 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 what? I don't know, he's just upstairs. Okay. Okay, go. Thanks. But, anyways, I just have a big old dog hair that got on my tongue. Get out! I can't find it. Well. Drink your water. No, I don't want to swallow it. Why? Because I don't want to. Okay. Alright, so now that we've done all that hairy intro, literally. We love you guys. Please review us. Yeah, rate, review, share. Um, Podchaser.com is still a thing, too, if you don't have um, Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, Podchaser.com slash Bloody Babbles Podcast. That's what our Gmail is, is just our our podcast name. Everywhere on social media. just Or just come talk to us. Say hi. Yeah. Uh, we love, I love that. Um, you can tell us how much you love us, because that makes me even happier. Because it's been rare when someone's been like, oh my god, you guys are garbage. Um... <laughs> So, I mean, if you feel that but way. But if you maybe, feel that way. Maybe, like, don't go tell us that in person. I, I, I'm i an emotional wreck, and Nicole is too, and I don't know if it's just because of the pregnancy. or No, I am in general. Out. After I had Arlo, my emotions, like, are so sensitive. That's just, you know, there's no need to be crazy rude like that. Yeah, so. but, but then again, we also enjoy 
constructive criticism. Yes. Like when we had the bad sound quality. Luckily, Shauna found these badass fucking <gasps> microphones that we eventually will figure out how to use both of them. But one it suffices for us right now. So sound has, I think, dramatically in- improved. So yes. kudos to us on that. But um, we don't toot our own horns very often. That's why we don't make videos of ourselves. We just we are- twist our own nipples. <laughs> That's how that baby got out. Nipple stimulation. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Hey, we love you, Babylonians, so much. And and truly appreciate you and would love, if there's an episode you want us to to do a specific one of, let us know. It doesn't matter. Just send us a review. I mean, if if there's big, huge, uh, giant names. I mean, I've always talked about how I... Don't particularly care to, like, cover, like, you know, a Dahmer or a Bundy. Mm-hmm. Just because those cases are so notorious and everybody knows how. But if you want us to do it, they can be that can and, be done. And you know, as well you, as what we've talked about on many podcasts before, <laughs> that doing cases who ha- that have not um, been, um, why can't I find the words? Maybe solved. Solved. Thank you. Whoa. Unsolved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you've got any of those in your hometown, you want us to talk about. I'm sure I've been told. I'm sure I've been told several about cases that have been unsolved, and sometimes I just need a reminder too, because yeah. we. I try to keep an ongoing list on my phone. Um, as soon as one is suggested to me, like Nate, like we've said, is he's phenomenal at giving us cases he wants us to take on about females and it's mostly female killers which is fine that's i love it it's it's fascinating it's a little daunting because you know um we're two women yeah talking about it yeah and just women killers are just not thrown in the spotlight as aggressively as men are correct so i feel like that's kind of been a niche for us to like have different cases that people may may or may not have heard of so I appreciate that a bunch. So yeah, just throw them our way. Or if you've had your own personal encounters, we've done a Buddy Babbles pod or episode before. So definitely send us those stories in. I'll probably start requesting them here maybe in the next, maybe towards the middle of my uh, maternity leave because those are easy for me to do because I just copy your exact stories and that's just something easier to do versus researching a case um, appropriately like we try and try to do because like hearing your guys' stories it was fun to do it was fascinating especially because they weren't all true crime okay okay 10:45. got it so on that note um i had to make mental note of where i needed to edit that out because my son is just he's a little weird but he's mine. So, now that we've gotten a really long intro... Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, we're going to get into this. Like I said, this is a Nate case that he sent to us. And this is the story of... I say her... I call her Miss Belva a lot because her name is Belva. Miss Belva... Um, Gar- I want to say Gartner? Gar- Gartner? Gartner. So, Miss Belva. Miss Belva. Miss Belva. <laughs> She was born, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that the whole time, I'm so sorry. She was born September 14th, 1884, you know, the other day, um, and her birth name was Belva Eleanor Businger in Litchfield, Illinois. I've never heard the name Belva. Belva. I've heard of Belvedere. Yeah, Belvedere, like that's a, I think that's a, a city in Wisconsin, maybe? 
There may be one in There's Kansas. There's a show called Mr. Belvedere that I used to watch. Belvedere, but Belva. Interesting. I, I, I love it. <laughs> Even, I don't know. Her story's interesting, so we'll see what y'all think at the end. Um, y'all. Right? <laughs> it didn't, it just happened. Yep. Her parents' names were Mary Jane and Charles Boosinger. Um, there wasn't much to find on her youth, which, like, I've, I've mentioned that before in cases. I mean, this is 1884. Um, so we're going to just jump right into her first marriage. Uh, she was working as a cabaret singer, and her sing Ooh. her stage name was Belle Brown. <laughs> I'm, like, throwing this weird, twangy accent, and I don't know what's happening right now. Maybe it's... We're, we're recording later than we probably have in quite some time, so I'm m exhausted, still pregnant as of this recording, and um, I worked five nights in a row till 11 p.m., which is late for me because I like to go to bed at 11 so I'm recovering, guys. I'm fine. Um, but yes, Miss Belle Brown, she married a man whose name was Mr. Overbeck. I don't know his first name. Oh. It's just Mr. Overbeck. I my searched. First name, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Dot Overbeck. First name, unknown. Um, they eventually got divorced, and she ended up married again pretty fast to a man named William Gartner in 1917, who was 20 years her senior. So 1976, oh gosh, 84, 94, 04. So she'd have been 33, so he was 53, give or take, depending on when their when his birthday fell. Pretty significant age difference. Um, he was an, a wealthy industrialist, uh, <laughs> wealthy industrialist, I'm fine, I was like, money, honey, okay, <laughs> from Crown Point, Indiana, five months into their wedded bliss, William sued successfully to have their tainted marriage annulled because old Belva wasn't fully divorced from Overbeck, William had claimed. It was said that her it wasn't finalized by the time they got married, so he was able to get it annulled. But that didn't matter okay. <laughs> because later on they ended up getting married again and but ended up separated because Miss Belva ended up in with a hefty charge against her. The charge you ask? And we said this a couple episodes ago, but now it's literally been in the same night. Dum-dum-dum. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that on purpose because I just felt it fit this case. But she is charged with murder. Charged. Murder. So, that brings us to March 11th. It's my mommy's birthday. 1924, so she's not that old. Um, my mommy wasn't born. <laughs> she was a thought in our hearts right in this moment because we love her. Um, when Bell, um, so, Belle was out drinking and she's out with her new beau. His name is Walter Law, a married man well. who had a child. He has one child. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but he, it stated that in several articles. He was married with one child, so he's a hoe. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't say it like that. That was really mean. I'm so sorry. It's fine. But he's, he's married and he's out with this lady and the, uh, with Belva and they're, it, they have relations. So, <clears throat> Law was found apparently shot and was in the front seat of Belva's car with a bottle of gin and a gun lying beside him on this night of March 11th. Belva, found later at her apartment with blood-soaked clothes on the floor, confessed that she was drunk and had been driving around with Law but couldn't remember what exactly had happened. Not a far-fetched story okay. with how she ends up being, because um, alcohol plays a very big factor yeah. throughout her she, life, because she probably sounded like that. Sorry about that, guys. Um, <laughs> That's a hicker. I apologize. A hicker? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
We are channeling our inner Belva. I like that she's from Illinois and we're talking like she's from like the South. I but, said but, so that wasn't sorry. Oh, I thought it wasn't I didn't know it was on purpose. I love that. Um, I've had several of those. Um, anyways, so like she said, she couldn't rec- recollect the night just because she'd been drinking. Um, she ended up getting arrested for the murder of Law the next day on March 12th. My best friend Shanta's birthday. Hey, yo. Hey, Shanta. I love you. I'm going to make her listen. Yes. I, actually, she listens on her own. I shouldn't even Appreciate say that. Appreciate you, Shanta. Thank you so much. Um, so on your birthday and admitted to drinking with him at various bars and jazz houses. I'm sorry. That sounds just like so much fun. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the let's go to some bars and jazz houses. Like that just that's so nineteen twenties. Mm-hmm. And being able to flapper dance and stuff. Yes, oh. and the flapper dresses. Oh, what an era swing, that was! Swing, baby, swing. Well, she was jazz, swinging a gun because oh. she said she carried a gun for fear of robbers. And I'm like, it's the early twenties, so that isn't exactly uncommon, you know. Yes. So, and being, I mean, never states that she. I mean, she was young ish like in her 30s and she wasn't unfortunate looking but i didn't i don't think she's like oh my god but is the is she good looking for that era? probably for that era for sure yes and her name is belva i just think that's so fun um, i just keep thinking Volva. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> um so during her trial which um started pretty close uh, right away one of Law's co-workers testified against Belva, stating that she was a very possessive lover who had threatened him with a knife before when he tried to leave her, and Law believed she would one day kill him if he tried to leave her. Well, foresh- I was like, foreshadowing much? Um, <clears throat> Belva told journalists for the Chicago Tribune, whose name is Maureen Dallas Watkins, quote, No woman can love a man enough to kill him. They aren't worth it, because there are p- always plenty more. Walter was just a kid. 29 and I'm 38 why should I have worried whether he loved me or whether he left me gin and guns either one is bad enough but together they get you in a dickens of a mess don't they dickens of a mess but the, that does does that not sound like southern talk it just sounds amazing it's, I know I just I dig it all I, these I southerners wish, if any southerners listen back. to us I want that kind of lingo back. yes Oh, oh my god he's the cat's pajamas like yes Mm -hmm. anyways sorry if i offended anyone from the south i just it just what that's what it reminds me of i love southern uh, love other southern bells bells yes bells just kidding you guys are better than her bye (laughs) they're all gone now i didn't even i'm so glad you did that bells way over my head and then fucking boomerang effect slapped me in the back Oh, man. So, Belva had a lawyer, and his name was William Scott Stewart. Her defense was that Walter killed himself with a gun while she was in the car beside him, and they couldn't put any evidence to her, so she ends up getting acquitted in June of 1924. So, that happened on March 12th. It's three months later. She's out and free in the world. I was like, you know what really says, wow, I got acquitted for murder? Marrying a husband for the third time. Uh, Belva and William Gartner. It's G-A-E-R-T-N-E-R, so I want to keep saying Gartner, however I was going to say. Let's just stick with Gartner. I just, I don't know how to read. Um, But they got married in 1925, so the next year after she was acquitted, yes, again. But after just a year, William files for divorce, claiming uh, claiming that Belva was very abusive and was an alcoholic. Which, like I said, alcohol 
follows her her entire life. Like, Belva kept up her crazy when William found her on July 5th with another man, and she threatened to kill William because he caught her cheating. Yes, you heard that right. Wow. She went off her rocker and was just like, oh my god, I'm going to kill you because she was cheating on him with somebody else. <laughs> and then she ends up, you know, I was like, she kept on trucking along with getting a drunk driving charge in November of 1926. So she just went like on a downward spiral. Yeah. Granted, I don't know if that's like maybe a guilty conscience kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. Right. Like that, not, I, I can't say that if she did or she didn't, because I don't know. Wasn't there. I was, you know, not even a thought. My parents didn't exist. For, for that fact, my par grandparents didn't exist. But, um, <clears throat> but, you know, that could be, I mean, her drinking was yeah. more casual, but it came more intense after that acquittal. So, sure. I don't know. What do you no. think? So, as mentioned, we talked about a journalist who had been at Belva's murder, Maureen Watkins, and she was also a playwright and put together a little play called, oh, I don't know, called Chicago. It, Ever heard of it? I love it. Yeah, that Chicago mm. in 1927. Watkins used Belva's story as part of the inspiration for the character of Roxy Hart, who is a former entertainer who blames her crime on jazz, liquor, and guns. Ooh, uncanny resemblance. Resemblance. What's the word? Uncanny. Same thing. Whatever. <laughs> I really just... I, I, I That really got away from me. Um, most of Hart's backstory was adapted from another unrelated murder case, um, <clears throat> that of Beulah Annan, who was a suspected murderer also at, in a different story. Uh, it's another case. But I'm like, Belva and Beulah, man. That's interesting. Killers. <laughs> 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 I'm starting to get a little delusional. I'm very tired. <coughs> Playback, um, the playback story um, for Chicago ended up as a silent film in 1927, stage musical in 1975, and a 2002 movie. Hold on. 2002 movie musical, which won an Academy Award for Best Picture. If you guys haven't seen the new -er Chicago, it's That's the very seen. well done. Yeah. Catherine Zeta, I think it's Catherine Zeta-Jones. Mm -hmm. You know lots of um, Renee Zellweger. I think you're correct. I think I she plays Roxy. Um, we should play a snippet. We should play a sound snippet of it. If I had my phone, song. I would. Great, because it's like a whole little, she does like her little yeah. story. Yeah. It was me, or whatever, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. I love it. Excellent film. Go check it out if you haven't, if you've never heard the story. it's It depicts very similarly to what Miss Belva did. Um, additional in 1942, a romantic comedy called Roxy Hart was made based off of this story, storyline. So <clears throat> so now that was 1927 when that play, and um, she ended up, oh, I, I completely skipped that. Uh, Belva attended the 1927 o opening of Chicago in Chicago, Illinois. And then I, I just completely skipped that before I told all the things that related to Chicago. So, by 1930, um, Belva and Mr. William end up moving to Europe. Just casually, you know. They didn't split up, just dealt with her drunken shenanigans and took to another, uh, took to another country. They were there a few years and ended up back in the U.S. when William died. Not by murder, just in case you're, you thought she may have struck again, <laughs> even with an acquittal. He, he died December 2nd, 1948 in Wilmette, Illinois. Belva took off to Pasadena, California and lived with her sister Ethel, I'm going to guess Croucher? Croucher? Croucher looks better. 
K-R-A-U-S-H-A-A-R. And then she ended up dying herself of natural causes at the age of 80 on May 14th, 1965. She led a life, man. Holy shit. Because that even, even for, well, being born in like 19 or 1884, like that's impressive lifetime considering people (laughs) weren't typically living that long into the 60s. They want the smoking and the drinking too. Okay. Sorry, I thought I heard something. But, um, so, a, sh- a shorter s- case, I mean, the last few episodes have been short cases too, and that's okay. But that was just an interesting... I dug it. A di- a- and blah, blah. if you haven't seen Chicago of any form, and that's like the longest running Broadway show, I believe, is what I've I read too. Nice. So that's pretty neat. So, if you've, if you've seen Chicago, Miss Roxy Hart is based loosely off, um... Belva and Beulah, because that's uh, their names. That's just that's I love it. Mm-hmm. Beulah. I think we had another case where the neighbor's name was Beulah, and I'm like, that just sounds like the neighbor who would be like they like questioned her. Maybe it was in the maybe it was in the first when we covered the Hillside Stranglers, and it was just like like Beulah would be the neighbor that'd be like sitting on her porch, petting her cat, watching. Because it was about a girl, one of the girls, she watched um, the freaking Kenneth Bianchi, like, shove into her car. Like, that's the neighbor you go to get all the gossip from. Like, Sorry, oh. all I imagine is Kelly with her New York accent saying, Beulah! <laughs> that's exactly what she said in, in, that, in our first, so go listen to our first two episodes if you haven't, because you'll hear us talk about it. She's like, that almost sounds like my name. And she's like, now everyone's going to come find me. <laughs> But yeah, but like that's like that's like a neighbor's name, like an old lady yeah. with big glasses and with a cat with or, a cat. or a bunch of cats. Cat or something yes, like and be like, oh, oh, you want to find out what happened? Go ask Beulah. Mm-hmm. What, honey? Yep, we're almost done, babe. But Beulah. Beulah. But now Beulah's a murderer. <laughs> Shouldn't have trusted the neighbor. She did it. Now her cats are eating their faces. I don't know. Jesus, <laughs> Pete's. Oh man, but yeah, short, sweet, and to the point. Um, but fun. Thank but you, Nate. But fun. That was a little more lighthearted than the the two other cases we did prior to this. Yes, facts. So this was kind of a, but it was just well, it interesting. Be because this one's middle. That's true. Whoops. You guys don't know what the we're one doing. That- you don't know what's happening. Neither do we. Life. Stop, stop. You don't know my life. Yeah. I'm still pregnant right now, even though I've already had a baby. <laughs> Dear God, I hope by the time this comes out, I've had a fucking baby. <laughs> it's never coming out. It's just going to stay a part of me. I'm going to birth a freaking 30-year-old man. It's going to be what fine. Then <laughs> my water breaks after we like stop recording or something. Sploosh. Sploosh. <laughs> but, um, but... Once again, thank you, Nate. You were phenomenal. Thank you. That was a that was a little more lighthearted, even I though I want to know what you guys think. Did she do it? Was she acquitted and shouldn't have been? What do you guys think? I think I don't know because with it, him being drunk, I think the fact that she's apparently abusive and I know threats are one thing and doing is another, but it doesn't. And, and if it's just if she, is she a typical blackout drunk? Because yeah. Seen that uh, you know, life, yeah. Knows, there are things that you do and you're not aware of, but I. How she'd have that much blood on her. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they should have done some sort of hip, hypnosis and. Yeah. 
you know, try to get her to remember what went on when they were in the car. If she can say that he was in the car, but he shot himself. Yeah. Obviously, they didn't check for gun residue or anything on her hands. Or his, for that matter. Facts, yes. Yeah, so there was a lot. The angle, I think. Depends on, yeah, where the gun landed, how he was shot. Yeah. It didn't specify that, so. Why would somebody shoot themselves in the, I mean. I mean, getting in that drunken state, some people, like, take that route, unfortunately. But I don't know. I don't know. It could... (laughs) We'll never know. Beulah from the other side. <laughs> Belva. All the bees. So what we do here. Bloody babbled with Belva and Beulah. It's going to be our alter egos now. It's fiend. Um, social medias, you know where to find us. Come message us. Uh, rate and review. Uh, check out our f- intro sound. Our, our homies at on YouTube. Fantasy and World Music by The Fighters. Um, Wyoming, if you showed up by now, thank you. Thank if you, you haven't still yet, that's uh, that's okay. We still love you. But we want you to. But show we up. want you to show up and be our friend. And you know, show that you listen. Just Thanks. one time. It's one time. What's this fight? And it, and when I find, I'm gonna find. It tells me what city it is, and I'm going to be all up in your business when, <laughs> when your name shows up. I I can't even imagine what it's gonna be like when I find out. I'm probably gonna call Sean. I'll be like, it's finally fucking happened. <laughs> And she'll be like, you haven't gone into labor yet. What's happening? I'll be like, no, we got Wyoming. And my water's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, Paula's never coming out. But we got Wyoming. It's going to be a very, very... That's um, what she's going to name the baby. Yes, I will. I'll change all of the stuff. I will send back everything that I've already put his name on. And he will be baby Wyoming. Or whatever city it is. It's fine. I'm not... Not salty. I just want you guys to be there so we can hit all fifty states just before, before I give birth. Please, <laughs> or Thanks, after, guys. whatever, whatever works. But um, until next time, you beautiful Babylonians, and hopefully, why may I mean too, Babylon. Babylon. Hey, this is Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave, host of the Infinite Banter podcast. want to welcome everybody listening to come check out my show, Infinite Banter. The topics are infinite, and I'll banter about anything from hip-hop music to TV to movies, wrestling, comic books. You name it, I've talked about it on this show. I've had guests like Kurokski from the Fat Boys and underground hip-hop acts like Dirt Platoon on the show. I've also had actor Joshua Michael from The Walking Dead, Tommy McLaughlin, director of Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, as well as independent wrestlers like Shaza McKenzie and Roxy, and legendary wrestlers like B. Brian Blair have all been on the show. So come check out Infinite Banter, where I'll talk about anything from TV to comic books to wrestling to hip-hop music. Listen to the show on all digital platforms, specifically Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Everywhere you hear podcasts, you'll hear the show Infinite Banter. So come check me out, the Infinite Banter Podcast.